Hello, my name is Hugo, this is my first podcast, and today I will talk to you about the concept of spacing effect in learning, a concept that I discovered reading an article called The Spacing Effect, How to Improve Learning and Maximize Retention on the website fs.blog. Spacing effect is the idea that it is easier to recall information and concepts if we learn them in multiple spread out sessions compared to having all the information given in one session in a really short span of time. Um, it's a concept that's been proven to work very well with memory processes like learning numbers, words, and skills, and it works on people of all ages, from babies to elderly people, and also across species. Spacing effect is all about having a better quality of the knowledge that is retained and how long we will be able to recall the information. The concept of spacing effect comes from Hermann Hebbinghaus. He was a German psychologist and pioneer of quantitative memory who, unsatisfied by scientific understanding of memory in the 19th century, started researching and experimenting with the concepts of learning and forgetting, and also mostly using himself as a test subject. One way to help with forgetting, Hebbinghaus concluded in his research, is, uh, is simply to go back to the information and revisit it multiple times in the next few days and weeks after the initial learning experience. So instead of simply cramming your brain with all the information in one day, you just go back to it repetitively, helping you recall and train your memory to recall that, that knowledge. With spaced repetition of recalling the information, it becomes much easier to retain the knowledge that is forgotten after a single session of learning. As an educator, in art culture, a good way to adapt space effect would be in a plant identification course. Um, with the use of a few flashcards that I would give the students every week containing information about specific plants in relation to the current season, the students would be able to focus on a few subjects at a time instead of being submerged with all of the plants that I will tested them on, um, and especially if I give them the instructions to go for, let's say, a 30 minutes walk every day, every or every few days, to try and identify the plants that um, that's going to be, that is part of the curriculum. To help me identify the reliability of spacing effect and what the article was uh, explaining, I did a little bit more research and I found a publication called Distributing Learning Over Time, The Spacing Effect in Children's Acquisition and Generalization of Science Concepts, and it was written by Haley Hayvlack and Catherine Sandofer from the Department of Psychology of the University of California, and it was published by the National Institute of Health. In this paper, it already explains the, the known understanding that spaced learning is effective with memory processes, the way I've talked about, um, and the way Ebbinghaus pioneered it, but also it explained the details of a study implying the effectiveness of spaced effect in generalization of simple and complex concepts. So basically being able to expand on the knowledge learned based on the information provided and how it is provided. Um, so I've learned a lot about spacing effect and how effective it can be to just in just a, a normal learning environment. Thank you very much for listening to my first instructional podcast. I hope you enjoyed learning about spacing effect. 
I will put the links to the article and the paper that I read to help me with this podcast in the information. Um, And I hope you have a great day. Thank you.